in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. World, 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 wide, 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 wide. World, world, wide, 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 wide. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to talk all things home improvement related. We're live. Let's do it right now. All around. We get it done. We do it right. Welcome. Yeah, that's right. You don't want to be fired around here. So let's get fired up instead. And this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, where every Saturday from noon to one, we talk all things home improvement related. For those of you who haven't caught the show before, my name is Charles Thayer, the home improvement slayer. It's right on time, Stan. Thank you so much. And I'm here with the co-host of the show, my very good friend, longtime best friend, business partner, heck of a guy, and he's Polish, and for some reason, proud of it. The Polish powerhouse, ladies and gentlemen. I was hoping you were going to keep going with, like, accolades and stuff. Yeah, your head is already a size doesn't fit, so I don't uh, want to promote that anymore. Let's just go ahead and bring our guest on the Let's show. Let's do it. We have one live guest with us, which is Jeff Klein, the owner and president of Electric City. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. Good yeah. to be here again. It's yeah. good to have you, man. Um, we're looking forward to a fun show. Jeff, uh, you being the owner of Electric City, a company that we work with regularly, um, you know, but when we do exterior projects, as some folks may not know we're an exterior contractor. We don't just do a radio show. This is kind of a two-way thing. We, we do this to not only to promote the businesses uh, that we work with and our business but to also give back helpful information so having you in studio with us jeff is awesome to give us a perspective of an electrical contractor we appreciate it thanks guys i'm looking forward to uh the discussion today and everything that it's going to come with it. Yeah, Plus, we'll you, finally have some useful information for people listening I, now that we have finally, here with us. Right. Finally an expert in here. Waiting for Fake years. it till you make it. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, Jeff Kim, Kim Zimmer, who's our uh, sales rep and uh, uh, longtime employee of your company, she was at our Patriotic Paintball event yes. last Friday. What a great time that was. That was outstanding. Thanks for including her. Did you did you nail her good? <laughs> we we tried to light her up, but she did not want to participate in the the paintball. She had some other things lined up, but we had around twenty five people, uh, thirty for the event, and then around twenty five that actually went to play paintball with us. The entire all around team minus a couple, uh, the entire structure tech home inspection team minus a couple and then various radio partners uh were there stan was there yes with, i tell uh, you what if uh stuff hits the fan i'm calling out ruben right yeah ruben. i'm gonna print me a 3d m16 and uh hand it over to ruben. <laughs> man that guy 
He is sneaky. Let's you know, be honest, though. Everyone's legs hurt the next day. Oh, it, well, it wasn't my legs. It, it was, was my lower back. For, uh, four days, four days <laughs> for me, and then I did a trip and fall like on the first game. Oh, so I threw something out in my neck. So then my back went to heck for a couple. See your of legs, days. my neck, the yeah, back. It was not good. Uh, it was a couple days for me. It was like kind of the thighs, just from the extended crouching and yeah. kind of up and down and yeah. running around, diving, sliding. You, you know, obviously you. I'm 35 this year, and uh, you don't do that every day anymore. No, if you don't, you find out you have muscles you didn't even know you had. Um, I did a lot of the suicidal running uh, and then crouching. Ah, Just screaming or what? Yeah, it was shooting the gun as many times as you can. Really good time. I ran out of ammo a few times. So, uh, but really, really a blast. Most importantly, we were there for a purpose. Yes. We all raised money for the Wounded Warrior Project, an organization that supports the wounded men and women of uh, the military when they come back, if they have a disability or have been um, you know, permanently damaged in one way, shape, or form uh, from being in combat. That particular company or excuse me organization has done just amazing things and we were able to raise three thousand two hundred and seventy dollars that's awesome out there playing paintball uh with friends co-workers family members friends uh i already said friends friends but there was a lot of a there lot were a few kind of friends brought, of friends that's yeah it's great to get to know some of the people on the structure tech team too you know obviously i know ruben well it was good to get to meet some of the team behind him some of his good people out in the field and obviously yeah like you said raising money for a great cause i honestly didn't even know that's the first time i heard the total so yeah well more than what i honest i didn't know it would be that much so so, that's great so uh the reason you don't know is because we're waiting on some photos to come back from special forces by the way great place to play paintball i'll give them a plug free plug any day of the week uh we'll definitely be going back there time and time again but uh his name is jeff the owner of special forces he's been doing it 20 years what a setup i mean they set up real life simulations where you're getting off a boat like it's doomsday or uh like you're raiding the the castle you're raiding a, a big ravine and they just have different games set up but this guy has a piece of property to die for and uh with the military Trucks. They drive you out back in the trails with big, large, real military trucks, retired trucks, and uh, just a great time. Can't say enough about them, folks, but he's uh, sending us a whole bunch of photos. Then we have a couple short videos. We're putting it all into a compilated post nice. for social media. So uh, you'll be able to see that once it's up. It's not up yet, but we're preparing that. Plus, it'll show the amount and how you can get involved with helping out Wounded Warrior Project, such a great organization. So that'll be at our Facebook page. Just go on Facebook and search all around. Uh, we will certainly be liking and sharing once it's up. I anticipate it being up in the next week or so. Folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Again, every Saturday from noon to one on your favorite station, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. We're here to talk all things home improvement related. You can also call in and participate. Maybe you have a story to share. Maybe you have something to share that's related to today's topic. And today's topic is what went wrong. In our industry, it's far too often that we hear the nightmare stories that a situation with a contractor just fell apart and it was the worst thing ever. People would have rather tried to do the project themselves once they realized what all the different things that went wrong. And we hear it far too often from one perspective, which is the homeowner's perspective. We also have a 
different perspective, which right. is the contractor side of things. Luckily, Nick, I feel like we run a great organization and the people that we partner with where we don't run into too many of those scenarios. But certainly we also know the warning signs to look out for and the things that create these scenarios. So throughout today's show, we're going to bring up um, just randomly whenever we have time, things that we think attribute to what went wrong. And again, if you want to call in and participate and let us know, maybe share a story that you had, or uh, maybe you have plans on hiring a contractor soon and you're hearing some red flags or have some concerns, 800-854-1978, 800-854-1978. So about a minute, minute and a half left before the first segment. I want to bring up one of the things that I think is probably the biggest reason why things can go wrong when people are hiring a contractor and they thought it was going to be the dream contract and it turns out to be the nightmare. There's a lot of a lot of options here. There's a lot of options. I'm going to go with one of the most obvious, but it truly, truly matters, and that's shopping for the lowest price. Yeah. Okay? And I understand. It's human nature. I, I've done it, too. I did it with my asphalt driveway. Bad situation. Wished I would have paid a little bit more. Yep. What I think happens is folks are going to naturally want to save money because they want to save it or put it towards something else. Of course. Then they're, they're shopping based on price instead of shopping based on value. And then also they forget everybody's fine and happy and saving money when things go right. But what about when things go wrong? What about when it's time to call the contractor a year or two down the road and say, I'm noticing a, a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing water get in here or sagging here or not functioning there. It's very true because in some cases, the cheapest bid, maybe there's something, a uh, step in the process that they're not doing that the other people might be doing, and that might not pop up until later on down the road, right? I mean, obviously, if it's done and everything looks fine, great, but like you said, what happens later on after the fact, and I think that's an important thing to know is usually you don't notice it right away. It's something that's going to happen a year or two years later. Then, yeah. Then what? Then what? And I really look at it like it's... To not to not shop for the lowest bid is like uh, taking out a cheap insurance uh, insurance policy. Okay, paying a little extra to go with a reputable contractor that's known has a stake in the community and wants to protect that reputation is like buying a cheap insurance policy. And I always go back to a great saying that I've heard in this industry. Um, I can't remember who said it. I think it's some guy. Was it a good saying? It's a great saying. Probably me. It's price always matters. Okay, so, so that's the first part. Price does always matter. Don't think I'm sitting here saying just just open your checkbook, spend your life savings yeah. to make sure you get a good contractor. No, price always matters, and here's the second part. But it's never the only thing that matters, and it's never the only thing that should matter. Right. Okay? So that is the first reason why things go wrong, and you're wondering, you're stuck wondering what went wrong. Folks, we're up against the first break. When we come back, we're hanging out here with Jeff Klein of Electric City, electrical contractor here out of uh, Hopkins, Minnesota, serving the entire Twin Cities area, and, of course, the Polish powerhouse myself. We're going to have Dwayne Erickson with Class Act Outdoor Furnace call in for a segment about outdoor wood-burning boilers. We'll be right back right after this. All right, we're back. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour right here on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130s. 1130s, I've made that plural. Yeah. AM 1130s. Just added S at the end of everything's. Yeah. 
And also 103.5 FM and 100.3 on the digital station, number two. On the line right now, friend of mine, uh, I'm a customer of his, and uh, we've been talking about having him on the show for many, many moons now, mm. Polish Powerhouse, uh, is Dwayne Erickson with Class Act Outdoor Furnaces. Dwayne, are you there? Dwayne Bauman with Class Act Outdoor oh, Furnaces. I'm Erickson. Gosh, I got you. <laughs> You're confusing him with the home yeah, inspector. Yeah, that's Dwayne right. Erickson. With Structure Tech. That's right. That's okay. I'm I was not... like, wow, his name's Dwayne Erickson as well. I know yeah, another I'm a Dwayne general Erickson. contractor. I'm supposed to be accurate generally, not always. Okay. Uh, Dwayne, glad to have you on the show. Um, for the folks that don't know what outdoor furnaces are or heating with a wood boiler, give us a snapshot of what you do and, and what you sell, Dwayne. Well, what we have is an outdoor furnace made by Central Boiler. It comes in a variety of different models and sizes. We can heat your home, your shop, your garage, maybe your uh, riding arena or anything, all from one location with an outdoor furnace. That's awesome, Dwayne. And I have one, so obviously I know a little more than the average person, so I'm, I'm trying to just serve you some softballs here. But is this for everybody? I mean, to, to really chop wood, split it, age it a little bit, um, and then, you know, whether you live close to a neighborhood or further away, right. it's creating smoke. Who who typically buys into this, and who is this good for, and who would you say probably not a good idea? Well, the most part, when this started years ago, most of our units went into hobby farms or farms, acreage, and things like that. As it evolved over the years, it's moved more into uh, some of the tighter neighborhoods and so on. But we've got furnaces that can accommodate all of your needs. Now with the high-efficiency furnaces, they're virtually smoke-free and burn less wood. So it's a lot better for that type of a neighborhood situation. So I... Got in before the high efficiencies. Yeah, it's just yes, yeah, my time, high efficiency. My timing is always amazing. Let me tell you, it's <laughs> it's impeccable. But Dwayne, is it? Are these things burning uh, green wood now? You don't necessarily have to age the wood as long as you used to. No, it's always better to have a good dry wood, a dry fuel. The better the fuel, the better the wood. The more BTU output and the less wood you'll burn, and then also at that point, the less smoke or whatever you're going to see from it. So for a lot of people that don't understand how putting a log in a fire outside of your house, which is way safer than having a fire in your fireplace, yeah. okay? But you're putting a log in the outside of your, uh, in, in a basically a little shed, a burning box outside, it burns, then it heats up water that's in a tank above it. Dwayne, just talk a little bit about how that actually heats your house or your shop uh, and how that goes together. Well, basically what we're doing, the concept is a, it's called a boiler. In reality, we're not going to boil. We're heating to 185 degrees. The firebox itself is literally submerged within the water jacket. We've got water capacities of 140 to 400 gallons is pretty average. You're heating the water to 185 degrees. You then circulate through your home with a small circulator. Whether it be forced air, we're just installing a plenum in your forced air furnace, a heat exchanger in the plenum on the forced air furnace. Yeah, like a, like a radiator, basically. Exactly. Yep. If we're doing an in-floor system, we can do a direct or indirect hookup to your in-floor. If you've got old cast iron radiators or baseboards, we can tie into that. Hmm. Or we can tie into all of the above at the same time. 
Yeah, that I mean, that's it, incredible. It, but it really makes sense for certain people. Um, I mean, picture if you have a, a acreage and you already have wood on the acreage, and I mean, they, there's literally some studies that say you should be harvesting X amount of dry, bad wood or trees um, just to keep your woods healthy. Yep. So you already have the maintenance, and you got to do something with this stuff. Um, I mean, it was perfect for me because I have that issue going on, but I'll be honest with you. Windfall, it, that's down. Yeah, yeah gotta, lots of windfall, right? buddy. Yeah, <laughs> inside joke there, but, uh, but it is a tremendous amount of work. I mean, I, I'll, I'm just going to put it out there, Dwayne, and, you know, just, I apologize up front, but I'll be honest. It, it is, I'm heating a shop. I'm heating a house. Um, there's a, it requires a good amount of wood. And this year, I had shoulder surgery in, in April. I was behind on what I already had aged. And I, I made a decision to, to put in a backup, which is going to be a, a propane uh, boiler inside the shop to just keep things moving and warm while I take a year off. That's always an option. Um, but just talk about uh, what, what is required of somebody. I mean, in terms of physical demand and, and equipment and, uh, who you know? Who should or shouldn't get into this? Well, it's kind of ironic that you talk about who should, who shouldn't, and so on. In the last several years, I have sold outdoor furnaces to gentlemen anywhere from seventy-five to eighty years old. They're uh, they're the typical old working, hard working farm boys, and they enjoy it. Um, one of the biggest things that we run into is if you just do a little bit all the time. We don't have to go out in one day and try to make the wood for an entire year. Spread it out a little bit here and there. Wood is actually very accessible. I've got a lot of customers that have tree services, and the tree services the last couple of years, many of them have an abundance of wood because winters were mild, propane was cheap, yep. and like yourself, if you back down for a season, that backs down on the amount of consumption that there would be. Yep. So for a small fee, you can get pretty good wood delivered to your door, mm -hmm. which means you don't have to go out into the woods. Oh, yeah, and I've absolutely taken advantage of that myself. And I don't make it, want to make it sound like it's just impossible. I mean, obviously, uh, it, it's very, very doable for, for a lot of folks. I just want to make sure that people know that it does, it does require. But on the flip side, it's a tremendous exercise. It is. It keeps you a little bit more home-based, a little grounded. You're doing things and exercising around your your house um, that, that you may normally not be doing. You know the old saying, if you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, Dwayne, you're one of the most active older gentlemen that, that I know, um, so I, I just commend you for that. But no, uh, that is really, really great. Dwayne, how can people get a hold of you if they're interested in taking a look at uh, outdoor uh, furnace options? How can they get a hold of you? Well, one of the easiest ways is to call me at 763 Nine seven two six two five five. Again, seven six three nine seven two six two five five. And we will talk to you. We can send you some a brochure. We can refer you to websites that have these things. We can refer you to many customers that have them. Yep. And just to back up, Charles, you're yeah. just a kid compared to me. <laughs> no, I know it, bud. But boy, I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. And every time I've needed help, every time I've had a question. Um, you're just right there for me. Not only that, you're pretty local, too, uh, for me, uh, just west of Delano. So it works out really, really well. But I know you have customers all over the place throughout the metro. And so I encourage anybody interested in this option for um, supplemental heat to reach out to Dwayne. Polish Powerhouse? Uh, Dwayne, I got one question for you. Was yep. Charles a pretty needy customer? Was Charles a pretty needy customer? Yeah. 
You know, Charles has got everything going for him. He's got the trees, he's got the acreage, he's got the buildings and a location. And, uh, no, it worked out well there. Needy. I think he meant neat, like very neat, yes. organized, neat, neaty. Yeah, that's what I think he meant. Dwayne, thank you so much for doing the segment. I really do appreciate it. I'm glad we finally got you on the show. And one thing that yeah. I just want to comment on, it is something that people think about, and one of the most luxurious or benefits of it is simply that you can heat your home, shop, everything, but you can also heat your domestic water with it, so you save yeah. that bill for heating your hot water. Yeah, absolutely. Tons of money saving. We didn't even talk about that. That's probably the biggest benefit right there, and we didn't even touch on it, but yes, I have it hooked up to my water heater. I have it hooked up to my home furnace, and the same boiler is also sending water to my pole building, keeping all of the, the equipment and toys that we have um, nice and heated uh, so that they perform well all season long. Dwayne, thanks so much for being on the show, buddy. And I appreciate it, and thanks, and everybody have a good rest of your day. Okay. You too, Dwayne. Awesome. Thank you, yeah, Dwayne Bauman from Class Act Outdoor. I'll say I've helped you split wood a few times. It's, it is good exercise, and believe it or not, it's actually pretty rewarding when you're done, when you can look at your woodshed and know, okay, this was, you know, this spot wasn't filled before, and now filled to the ceiling that part's rewarding jeff you know what the the beer is probably the best part you know what the opposite of that is no enlighten me when throughout the winter when you have to go out and take from that same rewarding pile (laughs) every time you take from that rewarding pile it's like taking a part of your soul and throw it in throwing it into a fire and you're it keep, fired. And it keeps you warm. <laughs> it does, and it keeps you warm. You're fired. There it is. There it is. All right, folks, you know what? When we come back, we're going to dive into the conversation with Jeff Klein of Electric City. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, welcome back. Twin Cities News Talk listeners. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Every Saturday from noon to one. We are live. You can call in. It's September 8th, one week away from bow hunting opening. I knew you were going to say that. Throw that out there. Yep. Uh, But the number to call in is 800-854-1978. Today's show topic is what went wrong. Problems we see all the time with homeowners and contractors where that contract turns into a nightmare. The project turns into a nightmare. Um, so that that's what we're talking about today. In the studio uh, with me, of course, is the Polish Powerhouse and Jeff Klein sitting in for Kim Zimmer with Electric City. Uh, we call her the electrifying Kim Zimmer. Yes. Well, that's interesting. She likes it. I bet she does. I mean, I, I would. I mean, come up with a cool name for me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, Jeff, um, being an electrical contractor here in the Twin Cities, serving hundreds and hundreds of customers, um, what do you see? I guess let's yeah, let's go to this first. What do you see as one of the main reasons where things go wrong when somebody hires a mechanical contractor like mm-hmm. yourself? Well, any type of contractor. I mean, there has to be a a partnership or an understanding on both sides. Um, you know, generally speaking, um, companies uh, don't want to take advantage of a homeowner, and right. generally speaking, homeowners don't want to take advantage of the contract. Correct. Everybody so. goes in with the greatest intentions. You're smiling. You're high fiving. You're almost giving each other hugs at first. Right. Um, and there's going to be situations that don't go as planned. 
communication, communicate, communication is key. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's got to be a level of understanding or agreement that you're going to work toward, you know, the end result. Yep. You don't want to, it's, it's not somebody trying to take advantage of a, a situation or jab you for more pricing or get something free out of the contractor that, that wasn't originally bid. If, if, if everybody's got that, yeah, it, it goes both ways. Um, I think it would be smart for any contractor out there to notify their homeowner that there will be unexpected problems. Any substantial project, it, it's almost impossible to not run into a bump in the road. It always takes longer than you think, and it always costs more than you think. <laughs> uh, right, those are two right. things I can pretty much guarantee on a larger scale project. Uh, you're probably going to run into those things. Yeah, I had an interesting conversation with a friend uh, yesterday, um, and it really gave me a clear just perspective on how a lot of average people that are not dealing with construction projects regularly, so your average homeowner, how they think. Uh, I want to talk more about that, but let's dive into Electric City a little bit. Jeff, uh, you have a special topic to bring up today, kind of home improvement related, but kind of not. Might not, not sound like it at first. Electric cars. Yes. Uh, otherwise known as EV or electric vehicles, which mm. is the uh, acronym that's being thrown around a lot. But yes, electric cars are, uh, uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm. There's a lot more on the road these days. And um, we are have the ability to install charging stations within uh, any residence around and uh, it, it gives homeowners a whole lot more independence and um, uh, ability to... Um, well, let, let's just put it this way, right? When I first heard the topic, I thought, why does that even relate to home improvements, right? right. But then I realized really quickly, oh, yeah, these things have to be charged. You know, it's, it's Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of out of sight, out of mind. For, I don't own an electric car, but it's definitely something to consider, right? So, when, when you buy an electric car, yeah, it, what's the best way to charge it? And I would imagine just plugging it in obviously works. People, you do that, but yeah. there's a better, probably more efficient way to do it. Well, in my head, you know, from growing up as a kid up until now, being just an older kid, uh, I've always thought to myself that people would go to a station and like plug their car in and like wait five minutes and then it's done but it probably takes a lot longer than five minutes yeah and why the heck would anyone want to go to a station to do this when they can do it right at their home right absolutely um excel energy is has got a pilot program that they've just rolled out uh full of rebates and uh you know we're their chosen partner to install um, charging stations, and it, it works much like the Super Saver on your air conditioner, where at during peak times, um, they can either turn it off or you're billed at a higher rate. Sure, right, right, um, right. As opposed to you know off peak times at night. So, yep. Jeff, I mean, can can somebody just get grab an extension cord and kind of plug, you know, get a little adapter and and just well, yeah. plug it into the wall? Um, not really. Oh, I mean, they not supposed to, right? Not supposed to. No. Unsafe. A lot of reasons why you wouldn't do that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you want a car charging station dedicated toward your uh, electric vehicle, and yep, something safe. Is it something that you find a lot of the the owners? I mean, generally speaking, right now that's probably something that most of them are doing, right? I mean, if they're committed to owning Correct. an electric car for an extended period of time. They're also going to make the investment and have one of these put in their garage, probably would be guess, somewhere. Let me Absolutely. ask you this. Does the car come with any accessories for that station? I mean, does it, hey, well, here's a box, and uh, mount it to the wall, and then call your electrician, right? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm... Uh, I- 
Every car is different. Every car is different, yep. right? That's that's uh, that's definitely what I would figure. But anyhow, yeah, it is interesting with uh, everything moving towards electrical and energy efficiency, and and you think about the uh, the effect that it's having on on minimizing our footprint and right. making the world a better place. It's funny. I talked about this before the show. We we had two topics that are pretty contrasting. Wood burning boilers, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh and then saving the environment with uh, electric cars kind of uh, a contrasting sh- two topics there. They you? make it I mean anything's electric now. It seems like you're seeing full-size SUVs that are that are hybrid too, you know, and electric. So I uh, possibly something that I'll look into maybe eventually down the road, but uh it it, it is cool to think, I guess uh, from a perspective to have Excel rolling stuff out like this, obviously that's great. It shows that there's a need for it. Yeah. Uh, any idea cost-wise getting something like this put in? Is there kind of an overall I mean obviously I'm give sure, or, give well, or take. every house is different, right? And the, right. So um every house is different and there's, you know, different lengths and different configurations, yep. but you know, generally speaking, a homeowner is going to look at probably about three thousand okay. um, dollars. Just bad. on the electric side, um, with the Excel program, um, they actually are, are Excel is is giving the homeowners the equipment, the, the station equipment. Oh wow! Um, of course, they've got it monitored and you yep. know connected to the internet, the mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, so they can monitor uh, the yeah. usage and, and turn it on and off as appropriate or know how, how much to bill at a certain rate yeah. during the time. So um, the homeowners need to pay us, the electrician, for uh, installing the electric. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just wouldn't, if I went out and spent the money on an, on an electric vehicle, I I wouldn't just go cheap and go buy an extension cord right. and put an you know an adapter on it. They probably can't handle the amount of power end up that's being with a, You yeah. might end up with a house fire, isn't that right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that right, Donald Trump? This is probably true. That's right. You don't want a house fire. No. You're fired. Thank you. Thank you very much. So you know what, Jeff? The show topic today, just kind of continuing on that topic, is what went wrong. So there's many, many reasons why a relationship can turn south. Yes. It always sounds great in the beginning. The homeowner has this you know, energy in them. They, they can picture the project when it's done. They can picture themselves using the project when it's done and enjoying that space. But there's a long road to go between signing the contract and actually getting it done. I want to bring up what I thought was another relative point, and then you guys let me know, and maybe I'm missing some. Or maybe you have one uh, Polish powerhouse that I didn't think of, mm-hmm. uh, but it's checking references. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Checking references. So it sounds pretty normal. Yeah. Well, let me see some references. Okay. They pull out this sheet. It's the same sheet they've had for 14 years. It's got four names on it. Those people are sick and tired of being called. Probably. Yeah. It might be relatives of them. You don't know who these people are. So I have a different way for homeowners to ask for references. I want to see, or I, I'd like to talk to some of your last few clients, yep. your, the clients that you most recently worked with. Can you please put me in touch with a few of those? Some people are going to say, okay, and they'll do it. Some people won't. Some contractors, if they if they don't do that, that's a red flag. Well, everybody has references, right? If you've been in business, even for a short period of time, and you've done some business, you have some form of references and like you said, some of those lists can be old. I think that you would be surprised 
to find out how few people actually do follow up on references. I've even heard of companies offering discounts if they can actually prove that they did call and talk to one of the old customers. And the reason for that is that they take the time to do what they're supposed to do, what they're hired to do, and they do a good job for that. They're paid for the service. They have a happy customer. Why not keep that list updated, right, so that people who are wondering about the references can actually make contact, really find out about that company, how the process went. Who knows, maybe something went wrong in the process or something came up. Mm -hmm. What did that contractor do to fix that or overcome that problem? Because like you said, when things are good, things are good. But when they're not good, they're not good, too. So it's what do you do in those situations. So I think the reference list is huge. I just think it's not used enough. It really should be used. Jeff, what are your thoughts on on checking references? Absolutely. Um, And every day you're, you know, the... You're open. You you should be getting new references. Correct. You currently have customers, but there's <laughs> there's many tools out there. You've got the Better Business Bureau. Mm-hmm. Um, Google obviously is yep. is uh, number one. Yelp, depending on the industry you're in and and what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't think one one of those sources is the only source. Right. You know, um, customers and homeowners and your neighbors and your friends and who's ever used you in the past is. Is, is probably the best because right. you can have the casual conversation. Well, and also, maybe things were going good three years ago and people were happy and your mm-hmm. business was flowing and things aren't so great right now. And so the last five customers aren't that happy. So if you have a problem getting that from the contractor, I'm sorry. I think that's a red flag. If, you, if they can't produce two or three people that have right. worked with them in the last six months, that's enough of a cushion there. Six months, that's a red flag. We have more reasons why things went wrong, and we're going to hear from our good friend Ryan O'Neill from the Minnesota Real Estate Team and a real estate market update right after this. I remember these guys. Um, Static X. Yes. Go push it. Push it. Do you ever wonder with the music selections on your guys' show that some people are just like, oh my gosh, what is this? Well, I think that... That's probably true. (laughs) Especially the Polish stuff. That's the whole idea, isn't it? Right? I think so. If if you just blend in, you just blend in, right? That's right. That's true. Well, thankfully, we have you, Stan, and we also have our good friend Ryan O'Neill from the Minnesota Real Estate Team. He is their fearless leader. He's also a licensed real estate agent with REMAX Advantage Plus, and he's a concert pianist, and he's a heck of a guy, too. Ryan, what do you got for us today, bud? This weekend, guys, wanted to call in uh, just to let all of your listeners all the citizens of the all-around home improvement hour, uh, let uh, folks know about an upcoming event that is near and dear to my heart. It's called the MS Birdie Bash, and it is a fundraiser uh, for those uh, who have MS, and uh, it's a great local event. The funds go to local uh, folks who are doing their best, um, you know, working through the challenges that MS brings to their life. Coming up, uh, it's uh, uh, Saturday, October 6th, and it is, a, it is a dinner, it's a silent auction, and then a live auction and a fundraiser. You can go to msbirdiebash.org, msbirdiebash.org, 
a lot of ways to get involved, uh, whether it's sponsoring a table, purchasing a ticket for yourself and your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, it's a cause I've been involved with a number of years. My dad had MS um, most of his uh, adult life, and it's just a, a devastating uh, disease. But this type of event is something I really encourage people to check out if you're able to get involved with the MS Birdie Bash. Uh, really appreciate it. Again, um, it's coming up Saturday, October 6th. It's at the Embassy Suites by the, the airport. Mm-hmm. And it just should be a wonderful event. Yeah, msbirdiebash.com. Ryan O'Neill, I know you won't pr- be providing birdies, so... But I'm <laughs> That's... How's the market? Is it volatile, Ryan? Volatile. You know, it is not too volatile. It actually has been a very busy year. I think most real estate brokers will tell you it's been a crazy busy year, and uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, good. Good time. Uh, good time for everybody. Um, more inventories coming on, um, so that's also helping buyers find properties too. Well, Ryan, we appreciate the update, and we appreciate you and your team, the Minnesota real estate team. And all the great agents out there doing a wonderful job and serving their community, my friend. Thank you so much. Have have yourself a great weekend. We'll talk to you later. Hey, see you, Lil Charles and, and Lil Nick. Lil, Thanks, Ryan. Lil Charles, Lil Nick. You know he had he had a little Troy uh, bumper on, and I I told him all about on his show, and I told him all about the Yukon on on twenties. You know, twenty inch. Oh yeah, yeah. Switch one of the first first guys oh. to have twenty inch. Lettuce choppers. I'll never forget it. On a Yukon. I can picture it right now. Back in the day. Folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Every Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. we are on. You can always call in live, 800-854-1978. 800-854-1978. Hanging out in the studio with Jeff Klein of Electric City and the Polish Powerhouse with All Around and myself, Charles Thayer, Home Improvement Slayer with All Around. On that note... The, the topic and the theme of today's show has been what went wrong. We always hear these nightmare stories about, you know, gosh, the last contractor I worked with was a nightmare. I can't believe it. It's the worst thing I ever experienced. I never want to go through that again. It's unfortunate because, first of all, I feel like there's always two sides to every story, and it does take two to tango, and so a lot of times there probably should be blame going both ways. But the other thing that's unfortunate is that it really gives a negative stigma to the industry as a whole. And like you, Jeff, like you said earlier, most contractors are good people. Most contractors really do want to deliver what it is they said they were going to deliver. And so on that note, I wanted to bring up one other thing that I think is a just a giant red flag. If I said this wasn't the most important thing, maybe cancel that because it may be the most important thing. Oh, what is it? You ready for this? Yep. Falling for a gimmicky offer. Oh. But let me give you an example to be specific. Okay? Listen, uh, this this deck that you want to do here, it's going to run $16,000. But I tell you what, okay? If you pay us in full today... <sighs> Okay. 10%. In full. Yes. Actually, you know what? I'm going to call the boss. I'm going to get you 20% off. 20% off. Oh my gosh. Can you believe it? Can you believe that? So you, what you're trying to tell me is that if I buy one window, I really don't get three for free. You really don't. That's another gimmicky offer. 
That's another example of them. But in particular, the one I brought up where the contractor is saying, if you give us 100% of the money that it costs, I can A, move you up on the schedule. I can take a couple thousand off. I can X, Y, Z. You're thinking, great. All I got to do is just pay the money now. I already planned on spending this money, so why does it even matter? Let's just save a couple thousand bucks. What do you think, honey? I think that's great. All right, awesome. We'll do it. Okay? Huge red flag for me. Well, I, I just, uh, to me, uh, and I understand depending on every project's a little bit different, uh, majority of them require some form of a down payment, understandably, right? Not 100%. Uh, to me, that would just be a major red flag. And you're, you're absolutely right. I don't think there's a lot of companies that offer it, but I do think there are some that do it. Uh, I did it for uh, spraying my yard this year. First time I've ever done it. I felt like that was a smaller ticket item, and that made sense to do it to save some of the money. But sure. when you're talking things that get into thousands of dollars... I don't see why I would want to pay 100% up front. That's my opinion. Yeah. There probably are people that would do it. I would rather pay more. No, uh, well, and, we were talking about it before the show. You want your contractor actually to be incentivized to make money, be excited about the job, because that's when it's going to drive them right. to deliver. Uh, Jeff, my other thought was if if they need your funds um, for whatever reason, if they if that incentivizes them for something, it's a red flag to me because why do they need your funds before they're going to do your project two, three, four weeks down the road. What are they doing with those funds? Isn't that a red flag? Absolutely. I mean, you know, every company, every reputable company should have a list of guarantees or warranties mm-hmm. um, for what they're going to deliver, how they're going to uh, fix problems after mm-hmm. the, the transaction has been completed. But, abs- you know, we require 50% down mm-hmm. um, on most projects, and uh, – Again, it's 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 to get everybody to the table. Yeah, we're committing yes, committing to each and, other, right? Right. But not a hundred percent. No, absolutely not. I mean, I I don't know that any. I, I guess we've never even tried a hundred percent. Well, we've had people offer it to us. We've had people say, "Listen, I tell you what. If I give you a hundred percent right now of the cost of this project, will you knock off X, Y, Z, or will you move us up in the calendar?" And the answer every single time is, "I'm sorry, but no." We've had people offer more. Yeah, we'll right. Get, well, I'll yeah. give you another thousand dollars if you can do my job. You know, this month. Right. right, and it, you, you can't. Your calendar is your calendar. If you're doing your job right, you've got a full calendar, and you're out, you know, a few weeks here and there, and and that's all good. Yeah. So so beware. Those are just some of the things that can lead to uh, a possible bad experience. And again, don't want to paint all contractors with the bad brush because most of them are great people out there. Um, Speaking of great contractors, another one, Electric City, right here out of Hopkins, servicing the entire Twin Cities metro area for all electrical needs. And when I say all, I really mean that. Maybe it's one ceiling fan uh, and a couple switches. Maybe it's rewiring your entire house. Maybe it's wiring an outbuilding. They've helped me personally uh, and Jeff Klein right here is the owner. He's in sitting today for uh, Kim Zimmer with Electric City. And earlier you were talking about the electric cars and the charging stations. Because totally, people don't even think of that. 
you need a charging station for right. your electric car, you have a solution, you have a special offer. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, going off your, your statement about offers, this is a real offer. <laughs> it's a real one, not a gimmicky one. No, not a gimmicky. <laughs> right. It is 20% off the installation um, for the first 10 callers okay. uh, that give us a call, you know, Monday or Tuesday. If you're, okay. if you're in the market, if you need, we'll come out. We do an estimate for free. We document everything. Uh, we've got our list of guarantees and warranties with that. Uh, we'll explain everything in full. Um, to you and, and, and what's required and how we're going to do things. What's the best way for people to get in touch with Electric City? Uh, a couple of ways. One is uh, our website, electriccitycorp, C-O-R-P, dot com, or our phone number, 952-406-8238. One more time with the phone number. 952-406-8238. Or electriccitycorp.com. Hey, if you're going to get an electric car, you're going to need a charging station. Otherwise, you'll be sitting there at some pump, electric pump of some sort, yes. uh, not knowing what to do with your hands for maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm not sure what that looks like, but I don't want to be that guy. you got to get it done by somebody. You might as well go with the company we trust. Thank you for being on the show, Jeff. Hey, thanks, Charles. Nick, this yeah. is awesome. You bet. Thanks Pol- for coming. Polish Powerhouse, final thoughts for the listeners. The memory of poor quality lasts longer than the shock of high prices. And that is just amazing. It's wow. touching. I want Words to say, I love having great neighbors. Shout out to all my neighbors. I'm down on Rattlesnake Bottom. We help each other out all the time. We're having a lot of fun. Thank you, listeners. See you later.